you know the vibes welcome back to another episode of the hoop genius podcast brought to you by nba 2k24 the greatest game in the world if you missed out i was streaming nba 2k24 today pj do you know what i did today what'd you do mo i i have a mode called my gm mode it's now called my nba heroes where you get to be the general manager of a team oh wow and i took over the miami heat seeing as pat riley couldn't get it done this summer and i let them (laughs) i let them Yeah. Did you just say that? Did you really I, I, just say I that? I said it. It's just facts. <laughs> it's just, they lost Max Drews. They lost Gabe Vincent. They didn't get Dame Lillard. They didn't go for da- uh, Bradley Beal because they wanted to get Dame Lillard. What they got? Kyle Lowry's 37-year-old self starting a point guard. Not good enough. So I rebuilt the Miami Heat. If you want to see how that went, it's going to be up on my brand new secret YouTube channel. If you want to find out where that is, you've got to be following me on social media. So there's my plug for my content. But okay. I did win the Miami Heat. And did win them a championship. Oh, you, you better see. hope they don't get to the NBA finals because you're going to have to eat those words. BJ, they better hope they get to the NBA playoffs first. <laughs> all right? I, I saw Heat, Heat fans UK, shout out to you. Um, they tweeted, oh, all the teams in the East will be scared of the Heat in the first round of playoffs. I said, if it weren't for the play-in, they wouldn't even be there. Let's see if they get to the playoffs first time round and then we'll see what happens. Well, remember, it was a, what was our guy's name for the Sacramento Kings? Jack. You were harping on Jack. And then all of a sudden, the Kings now, some people here are talking about the Kings to the conference finals this year. You were talking about the Kings to the NBA finals just a That's month ago. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I like the Kings. I like what I, like I see. I like the Kings too. I like the Kings too. And I like the Kings a whole lot more than Miami Heat. I'll tell you that for free. <laughs> Let's talk about it. The Western Conference, BJ. There's In the East, you've obviously got Boston and Milwaukee who are kind of on paper right now the favorites to meet in the conference finals and be the top two teams obviously anything can happen during the season injuries trades whatnot but as it stands looking at the western conference picture how are we sorting these teams today can we go through and let's list one to five not how they'll finish in the regular season but who you think will be representing the western conference in the nba finals let's do it all right let's do it all right. So tell me, BJ, who is your number one team in the Western Conference right now? Well, you had to go with the reigning champions. The, the Denver, Denver Nuggets. Nuggets. I'm right yeah, there I with mean, you. I, I, I mean, you have, you have to go with them. So I think the Denver Nuggets, even though they've lost a few players, you know, you know, to free agency, so forth and so on, I think they'll be fine. I think Joker, actually, I was staying, coincidentally, uh, in the same hotel as the Denver Nuggets. Oh, okay. So when was I this? saw them yesterday. I was in. Oh, uh, I had to go to Chicago. Yeah. I, what I were they you, doing I, in Chicago? They play the Bulls tonight. Oh, preseason so, continues yeah, pre-season. to roll on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're a regular season playoff type of guy, but uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Me, but I, no I was there, yeah. so I saw there's no pressure. I ain't involved. You know, I, 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 I saw the guys, and uh, they look good. They look good. They're they say they're ready to go tonight. So they play. Uh, they play uh, my bullies tonight. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm glad Nikola Jokic came back from Serbia because he was getting carried away with his horses and he seems to enjoy that more than the NBA. Um, But yeah, I've also got Denver at number one because I've said this before, they lost Bruce Brown. They lost uh, Jeff Green. Jeff Green, huge loss to the locker room, but you know, I'm expecting Christian Brown to step up. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that they are right now my favorites to win the Western Conference in the playoffs. Um, Then who do you have second? Well, you know, that's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go off the cuff here, and I'm going to go with not your Sacramento Kings, 
not my Sacramento Kings, our Sacramento Kings. Jack's Sacramento Kings. <laughs> I'm going with the Kings. I, okay. I'm, I'm looking for the Kings now to move up a spot. I mean, they finished third last year. Um, but I, I, I think they're I, I think it's time for them to win. I think they are poised this year to win 50 games. And I okay. think 50, 50 to 55 wins this year gets you into I'm, I'm talking about winning the Western Conference in the playoffs, though. I'm not talking about regular season record. I'm talking about chances to win the conference and get to the NBA finals. Well, I, I gotta see the teams. I I, I mean, I know it's on, a fun game on to play, paper. but I, yeah, this is yeah, game play. paper. Yeah, I I, I like Sacramento. Do you know who I like second, if it's not the Nuggets, to come out the West? Who's that? Well, I actually don't like. I hate, but I can see happening. The Los Angeles Lakers. Okay. I think they've had a great offseason. They've improved their depth. You know, they picked mm-hmm. up Christian Wood mm-hmm. as a steal. They got Gabe Vincent. They brought Rui Hachimura. They got Delos back. And, you know, hopefully for their sake, they get a healthy run of Anthony Davis. And I think, you know, LeBron James... Make one last run at it, win the championship or win the Western Conference, go win the Olympic gold, and then you have the greatest documentary in sports, except for the last dance. And I think that would be fitting. And I think that they now have a team where they can survive the minutes where LeBron and AD are getting rest rather than having their leads absolutely decimated. Well, it sounds good. Feels good. It's a feel good story based on what they did last year in the playoffs. I mean, well, we can't forget they only finished about four games or so, four or five games over 500 just a year ago. Oh, but so, the, their team changed drastically at the trade deadline. But when you change teams, it, it, it takes time. Yeah, now they've had a whole off-season training camp, preseason mm, to yeah, get their rhythm. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at their bench. Well, I'm looking at D'Angelo Russell. Like, This is just the ESPN projected lineup. D'Angelo Russell, Austin Reeves, who, who's a very solid player, LeBron James, Jared Vanderbilt, Anthony Davis. But their bench now is much improved. Gabe Vincent, D'Angelo Russell... Um, can slot in there as well. And then you've got Torian Prince, you've got Cam Reddish, who struggled a bit, but then you've got Rui Hachimura and Christian Wood. I think they've got depth there. You've got a solid nine guys right there who can come in and play. We will we we'll see. I I'm I'm you know, it's it's one thing that I've learned over the years is you have to find how this is going to work out. And there's a big if here. I I I I I'm past trying to predict now how their two best players are going to perform during the regular season. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, Anthony Davis, if he's healthy, you have no questions. However, mm-hmm. if hi- history is an indication of what to expect from him, he's probably going to miss some part of this season. Yeah. Okay. And that year, what is this? Twenty-one for yeah. LeBron? Okay, just keep on rolling. Twenty-one. And okay, so I I'm not I'm just say hey, just give me what you got, okay? I I and because you I respect the fact that he's still playing here. However, Mo, when you're at that age, you just don't know how this know. is going to work. You never know. So, but I do like what they did in the off season, provided those two guys can play at an elite level. Now, if those two guys play at an elite level, when it gets for to the, the majority of the season. And then, but again, it, that, that's the, that was, that's been the problem for the last two years. When they get to the playoffs, someone still has to play during the regular yep, season. I hear it. Okay. So if, if this, so I, my question, as I look at this team and said, how good do we expect this team to be minus those two guys? Hmm. 
Okay, I I, I would say you know, five hundred. Yeah. Okay. Now, if those guys are playing at if an that, elite level, yeah, yeah. If those guys are playing at an elite level, those are really good. Those are really good play role players to play when you have a player that's playing at an elite level. I'm not sure at this stage what to expect. Just give me what you got. I mm-hmm. like what they've done. I agree with you. I like the players they acquired. Check. I like what they did, and they have a little momentum. However, I can't forget, they were only, I don't know what their record was, four or five games over 500. Mm-hmm. They they really, they really slipped into the playoffs, and they played terrific once they got there. Now, it's 82 games in front of them now, and that's a long time, Mo, before we get to the playoffs because someone's got to do the work. I hear it. What about third, then, the third team on your list? Well, we're making this up as we go along. We've not prepared lists and really thought about it. We're just going with the vibes. Um, who's you the know, third team? I, 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 you know, one of these teams, to me, they're going to take a leap, whether it's Minnesota, OKC, and New Orleans. Okay, I think they're going to – one okay. of those – one we, of those teams. I, I don't I don't know. I, if I, you had asked me today, I, I would it. say I would say Minnesota just because I thought mm-hmm. Ant, I thought Ant, Ant Man was terrific. I think New Orleans thought, depends on health, but yeah. I think the third team. I don't think you can have this team blowing in three years. The Phoenix Suns, based purely on the talent that they've got. Well, I think they're top heavy. Just my opinion. I think they're top heavy, and again, Mo, those guys are especially KD like I at this stage I'm not saying that he can't get it done but Mo at some point if one of those guys misses some time for whatever the reason may be they're top they're a top heavy team and I don't like the fact that KD is playing the power forward position yeah for the regular season now that's just that's just because he's not like a big He's not like a big guy. I mean, to me, him playing the power forward, yeah, he has an advantage. He has an advantage whatever position he plays on the offensive end. But at the power forward position, that's going to require him. On defense. Yes, to do a little bumping. I, I imagine they'll give Okogi some of those more physical assignments like matching up with the Zions yeah, of the world. But he, but... But he, yeah, but but again, I, I, I just, I, I like their team. I think they're top heavy. And... You know, listen, you look at those guys, you look at K- any team that KD's on. KD is a true superstar. He goes to any team. Now he raises the level of play and expectations. However, I'm not sure how this really fits. Mm-hmm. I'm just not sold yet until I see it. So um, I've seen them play in preseason. They beat up on my Detroit Pistons pretty good. Yep. And, um, I wasn't a fan, though, because a lot of the offense just went into one-on-one stuff. Like yeah, they run some nice I'm, movement and then it just breaks down into one-on-one stuff. That's yeah, so concerned. I'm gonna I'm gonna wait to see. And and the one of the things I I you know, even though we don't we're playing positionless basketball, you know, Devin Booker and Bradley Beal, neither one of them are lead guards. Mm. The scoring they're, guards. They're, they're scoring guards. So one of them is gonna have to take a back seat this year. Mm-hmm. Okay, and there's a huge difference when you have to play with the responsibility to make sure that everyone gets their shots and their touches. That's just either, you know how to do that or you don't. And I'm not sure. I think, do I think they can mimic the position? Yes, for sure. However, I think their natural instinct is to score. Mm. 
And so I'm not sure how that's really going to play out, especially when you're a lead guard and now suddenly your, your, your greatest asset is to score. And now you're a facilitator. And one of them is going to have to take that duty. And I think that's going to be a big change. Mm. Um, I think that's going to be a big change this year for, for yeah. one. Of them. Well, a team like this is my problem with trying to rank them. I really can't rank the teams in the West because like there's so many good teams and there's so little separating them because we haven't even mentioned the Memphis Grizzlies yet. And they were the second seed last year, right? Yeah, and yeah. They, they won were, they 50 were the, games, the 52 right? wins, second seed, and they've added the greatest player in the NBA, Marcus Smart. And yes, they've added yes. Derek Rose to give a little bit yep. of mentorship and guidance to uh, mm-hmm. young Ja Morant, who's going to be missing the first, what is it, 25 games of the season. So the Memphis Grizzlies as well, Yeah, if Jaron Jackson Jr. can stop fouling, they're going to be even better than they were last year. Um, yeah. You know, the Kings, of course, were the third seed last year, and you, you have them as your second team. I think they're up there. Uh, I think they've made some good moves. I, well, I think season. it's obvious in, in going through this exercise that we're doing right now, Mo, that someone's going to be really disappointed. Yeah. Okay. And, 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 you know, because we haven't even talked about Golden State. Yep. We haven't talked about the Clippers. Yep. You know, and let's not forget about last year, they snuck up on everybody, the Utah Jazz. I, I, I don't know if they do it again, but also the Mavericks missed the playoffs and, and the play-in entirely. They're going to be better, one would like to think. I'm not sure. Mo, I saw, well, you there, you saw I, was, I, I know. That's you why said I said they're going to be better. That's why I said one would like to think. Think. Yeah, I, from like what I think. saw, I don't think so, but I would like tell you who, to think. I'm going to tell you who I, I know is going to be better than a year ago is, is the okay, San Antonio see. Spurs. Oh, do you think they made the play-in? I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm just saying this. After one game, my phone started <laughs> My phone started buzzing. What were they saying? <laughs> tell us what they were saying. Well, you, you know, every now and then in the NBA – you'll see something that you haven't seen before. This kid is a, just a fascinating player because of his size. Talking about Wimbenyama and what he does. You know, he's not a guy, a big guy who has extended his range. He actually plays and he's comfortable playing from the perimeter. He can drive the basketball. He can block shots. He can put it on the floor. He can pass. And Mo, he just did a couple things where you're just saying he can be impactful to the game. Yeah. Especially I, on the defensive end. I just don't so, think the rest of the roster is strong enough at this current point to be a play-in team. Well, five, I, I, so, I, so if we do it in reverse, which five teams will miss the play-in in the Western Conference? Because Houston I, I, have I, much I, improved. I think he, Portland I think, have much improved. I think... Houston, Dallas. I I I don't think Dallas is improved. Okay. I don't think I think Houston, Dallas. One of these teams is not going to make it. I mean, it's a, it's. A, uh, Utah. I think the Thunder I, are going to be I, much I think, better. I think the Thunder are making it. I think Timberwolves yeah, are better. I, I, I think yeah. the Pelicans are better. Yeah, I think the the West. Is there a lot of parody? Okay. I'm going to say OKC is going to be in the playoffs because of Shea Alexander. I mean, he's a first team all NBA player. I'm expecting him now to push them to 45 plus wins this year. They have 40 last year and adding okay. Chet Holmgren as well. Chet Holmgren's going to be there. Giddy is going to be better. This is a team. They got a little, they got to play in. I think they get 45 to 50 wins. 
Okay. I think they're ready. Shea Alexander, I mean, he is, I mean, he, he, I, I mean, I watched him over the summer in this and he was like, wow. I mean, he's, he's, he's just a problem. He's a nightmare. So I think, I think they're going to get in new Orleans. If Zion is healthy and I I've seen pictures of him, I've seen some videos of him. He looks great. I got a hot take for that. And if he is healthy, BJ, I got a hot take for you. Okay. Well, here, I'm going to just say this. If he's healthy, I think they I think they're in the top six. He's that he's a problem. If he's healthy, I think he can win MVP. I, I, I'm not I'm not gonna argue with that. If, he, if he's healthy five games of healthy Zion, that's the MVP right there. Okay. If he's healthy, okay, because he's a problem. And yeah, that that's one player that's consistent where everyone says, you know what? On the offensive end, like he's a problem. Okay, so if, match up with him. No, you can't match up with him. So if he is healthy, OKC is in the top six. New Orleans. New Orleans. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're here. Ant Man, I, I I you know, he's just a talent. So I'm 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 just giving he's gonna show up. Okay, this this kid's gonna show up. Now I don't know what the Clippers are gonna do, but you I, know what? If Kawhi if Kawhi plays here's another guy. If Kawhi plays 65 or so games this year. Now you're talking, you know, they're going to be right there. They have a nice team. Okay. We haven't uh, even talked about Golden State. And and here's the other thing for the Clippers. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are both in the final year of their contracts. They both have player options for next season. But the assumption would be they want to get an extension done before taking that player option, given how much the salary can jump up. So they're going to have to come out and play. Also, the NBA uh, published a study or the results of a study. They didn't publish a study. Um, and the NBA have officially said load management is no longer backed by scientific data. That's what well, a league well, official well, source clear, has said. They must be listening to the podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Mo, it didn't change. I mean, Mo, come on. I mean, what's the whole concept to me doesn't make sense. Do it's never made quote? sense. Do you want to hear the yes, quote? Please, please do. Joe Dumas, executive vice president of basketball operations for the NBA, says before it was a given conclusion that the data showed that you had to rest players a certain amount that justified them sitting out. But we've got more data and it just doesn't show that resting, sitting guys, sitting guys out correlates with the lack of injuries, fatigue or anything like that. What it does show is maybe guys aren't as efficient on the second night of a back to back. I mean, I could have told you that for free without doing a study. Well, if you ask the players, the players say it's the executives. If you ask the executives, the executives say it's the players. So who is making this? Who's making the the the, the who's given the who has been given the authority to make the decision to? Well, I, I think it's the echo chamber of a player saying, oh, "I don't really feel like playing tonight," and the team guys saying, "Oh, yeah, well, the data says on the second half of back to back, you shouldn't be playing anyway." So you got to think about it. If the data is showing that you'll be less efficient on the second night of a back-to-back, you don't want to play that if you're a player because you're what's it, what's drop. less efficient mean? I don't even know what that means. What is well, that? Mean? Instead of going ten for fifteen, you're going ten for twenty. That's efficiency. Okay, but doesn't it take into the fact that maybe Marcus Smart is a better defensive player than? Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Like <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Like if so the you, second you night of your back to back is in Washington and the first night was in Boston, you're going to play better on the second night, right? 
But like they do a lot with the schedule to reduce the amount of back-to-backs and, and all that stuff. But I just think with no scientific data or anything that if you play through little injuries, your body becomes used to them. I've obviously never played in the NBA well, like well, you okay. have. Well, well, here's here's the thing. Here's all the data. How are you gonna? How are you going to reach your potential without playing? I I, I think about it like this: like you know, when you're a kid and you're outside playing in the yard, and you come in the house for lunch, and you go to eat your lunch, and your mom says you got to wash your hands. The kids who wash their hands every time are going to have a worse immune system than the kids who sometimes just go straight in and eat their lunch. Because even though their body is taking on the germs and it's bad for your health, your body, human body becomes acclimatized to the germs and learns how to deal with it. Is it insane to think of injuries in a similar way? Not proper injuries, but just little knocks that you pick up throughout the course of the season. Your body can become acclimatized to it. So that way, when you get to the playoffs and you have to play every game, you're in better stead to play. So, Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I can, I can see that. I, I just don't. You're playing, and what is the reason you're not playing? Just give me a legit reason and, and sit out. But if you're gonna sit out, then let's find you the consistency that's needed to play requires you to be on the floor mm-hmm. if you can't practice it's a pretty good you, you have a pretty good i guess you know reason and logic would tell you if you're not practicing that you're not going to probably be that efficient during the course of the game mm-hmm. that's just how it works so since when did resting is the solution because you're not even so are you telling me that if your guy rests, you're guaranteed to have a good game? That's not how this works. Mm-hmm. That's not how it works. And Mo, we know now that players are shooting earlier in the shot clock. We know now, Mo, that you know everyone says, "Well, these guys are better athletes." Well, okay, all right, that, that may be true. However. Everybody knows that you play different on a back-to-back than you do in the first game. So mm-hmm. what, th- this generation didn't learn that? Like, like, well, everyone, okay, we're, we're going to play three games in four nights. We play accordingly. That's what makes the NBA the NBA. Every game is different. This is what drives me crazy is you always want to feel great. You always want to have fresh legs. You know that feeling, Mo, when you get in and you go, man, my legs feel good today. No, I've not felt that okay. in 10 years. Okay, okay. So remember <laughs> remember that feeling, Mo. Yeah, I remember being but, 17. But, uh, but Mo, here's, here's what a professional does. I'm not feeling well today. But I got to find a way to do something, even that's, though I don't want to do it. That's me every day on the podcast. Well, okay. I do want to do so, it, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Mo, that's that's what a pro does. Yeah. So then you say, okay, tonight I know I don't have my legs. Yeah, you know, calves a little tight. So you know what? Tonight I got to go to my pump fake. I got to go to my post game. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not feeling, you know, but maybe after two days rest, I'm going to pick up full court tonight because my legs feel good. Yeah. 
And then, Mo, I looked at the schedule and I said, oh, they played last night versus, let's make up a name. They played against in Memphis last night versus John Morant. And, mm. and my the guy, my guy is playing 44 minutes. So, Mo, I know he's going to be a little fatigued. So I'm going to force the tempo tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. But then the next night, we're playing against Dennis Schroeder, and they haven't played in two days. And this is my He's third going, game on the yeah. and, <laughs> and then, Mo, isn't that the beauty yes. of what makes the NBA the NBA? Because, Mo, you get a chance to figure out how to perform under duress every single night, and it doesn't require you to get your – 48 hours of strength and conditioning and training <laughs> and your massage and your supplements. And then Mo, you're ready to go. Mo, it this yeah. is the NBA. So yeah. Mo, this is what makes people say this guy is the greatest because we all did it. And when you see someone perform at that level and score 28 and 30 and 32 points a night and when you go, I got to give it up to this guy because I know how hard that really is. (laughs) (laughs) Mo, (laughs) I know. Mo, you understand what I'm saying? You know how. So when you start saying this guy is great, this guy is a superstar. Mo, this is the mental challenge of the NBA. We say this is the greatest league of the world. It's supposed to be tough. It's Mm -hmm. supposed to be tough. That's what makes it great. However, since when, and who came up with the idea, everyone's got to be perfectly stretched out and in perfect condition and and feeling good. And and you know what? I got to have an eight on my stretching index to make sure that you're told. Who said this? And and who's who's the one doctor that said it? I don't know. Because, Mo... For a long time, these guys were playing without supplements. They were playing in Converse cons. Yep. Some of us travel. Economy class flight. <laughs> and I might add commercial travel. Yeah, that's what, that's what I mean. Without a chef, without all of this stuff. And, Mo, these guys were playing 82 games. That's what made the NBA. That's why you respect it. You know, I hear these kids all the time now, like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to NBA. Like, oh, it's easy. Like, no, Mo, there, there's 82 games. Mm-hmm. Well, they're... <laughs> well, that's why they put in a new you got to play 65 to get an award. Like, 65 is... Who, who cares about the award? <laughs> no, you got to play 65. You know, it should be required to play a that's minimum like... of 65 games, or you can't be on the playoff roster. How about that? I, that's my no. rule. No. That would be crazy. Because now you, the main thing has to be the main thing. Mm-hmm. The main thing has to be the main thing. Mm-hmm. And the main thing that makes the NBA different than any other game in the world or any other basketball is they play 82 games. Yeah, because if it's not, then you may as well just skip the regular season, just do a tournament with all 30 teams, and that, then it'll be done. We'll finish yeah. in three The months. main thing has to be the main thing. We're in, that's our business. Our business in the NBA is 82 games. The playoffs. You don't get paid extra for the playoffs, do you? No. The, the play, you, you, you get a, a playoff bunch of teams that win, but you get paid for, it doesn't say 
you don't get your you don't get your your salary if you don't make the playoffs. That's not how it works. <laughs> you yeah. follow me? Yeah. Whether you play those games or not, that's that's the main thing. It's guaranteed. So money. if so if we're if we're securing the main thing, which is our business, then we have to value our business. That's just what it is. Like this isn't like that's the business. We're in the business of eighty two. Mm-hmm. A lot and of people didn't get the memo. And that's just, the the whole thing of sitting out. Play, play just because you can respect how hard that really is. Yeah, just so you can respect. Mo, I guarantee you, if you had to play eighty-two games, you know all of this trash talking and all that, it it, it goes out of the window because. Now, Mo, that's a different game. Do you not think, right, the opposite? Nowadays in the NBA, everyone's friends. And, like, people complain that there's not the same rivalries that there used to be. Because when they meet in a regular season, they're not really too bothered about who wins that game. Whereas if you're going hard every night of the season and you really want to win every single game, you're just going to be competing at a more intense level. Well, when it comes to that, so the trash I, talk when it gets to the playoffs might be even higher because me and you meet in the playoffs. Oh man, we went three I times about, in the regular I, season. What are you talking about? Yeah, I think about this a lot. Like, like, like I, 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 it doesn't matter who I was with. I was with some former teammates of mine and people that I saw while I was in Chicago. And the person I was with asked a question. And I really couldn't answer it. And he said, what do you think some of the players in our era would have said if the coach would have came to us and said, hey, take the take the night off? Well, what's like, the answers? Well, I can't say it here. <laughs> Be a family-friendly show. Okay. <laughs> and I mean, like, well, I'm trying to, like, listen. I'm not claiming to be anything other than, you know, hey, I was fortunate to play in that league and I played and and, and I did the best I could. But, but I'm trying to, like, figure out what that would look like. When he said it, I thought about it. I was like, I'm trying to think of imagining Phil Jackson coming to me and say, hey, uh, hey uh, BJ, uh, tonight we're playing the Utah Jazz and uh, we're going to load Madness versus John Stockton tonight. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, Mo, like, that's why I came so, to. So, that's why so I wanted to remember, play in the NBA. Do you remember the game where the Sixers wanted Allen Iverson to rest, so they didn't bring his jersey to the arena, right. and he sent a ball boy to a local store to buy an Allen Iverson jersey to bring back to the locker room so he could wear it and go out and play. I I, I don't know that story, but that's this is what made <laughs> heroes your hero was- though. This because is, this is why the, the NBA you're going to to play. play and the, like well, like why do you want to play? Why do you want to play in the NBA? You want to play against the best players in the world. Why, when you get here, you suddenly don't want to play? Yep. Like, well, I'm trying to figure out, like, like I'm trying to like imagine the Bulls coming to Michael and said, uh, tonight versus uh Clyde Drexler, uh, you're not gonna play. Okay, no problem. Good luck. 
I'm trying to figure out like Hakeem uh, tonight. Uh, you're not going to play against Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Like, like. I mean, I mean, there's a certain someone who hasn't played in Denver in uh, what three, four, five years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm just trying to. I'm, I'm trying to figure this out and say and see like, okay, what what is the mindset here to not want to play versus the very best, like. That's the whole idea of why you want to get to the NBA. What are you working for if you get here to just like Mo? Everyone has been given numbers. Mm-hmm. Everyone, Mo, everyone. So yeah, some guys have your number, but that's what makes you a pro. You shake that off, and guess what? You got to gain them all night. Yep. And then you might be on. Sometimes you're on the receiving end of that. Sometimes you in the giving. So what are what 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 is the what is the issue with not playing? And I'll say this for the you know we were we had the most fun at dinner last night just laughing at that. Like what would that look like? Mm-hmm. You're going to Charles Barkley. Uh, yeah, Charles, uh, you're playing against Carl Malone. Uh, we're going to load manage you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. where you that's where you make your money, Mo. That's where you make it. Hey, let me see. Let me stack myself up versus the very best. Mm-hmm. Here's what made a professional, Mo. You know, you get to the NBA. I, I love this. One of the things, and because I grew up in an NBA city, mm-hmm. I always love when you ask a guy who you're most excited to play against. And they always say the superstars, right? I can't wait to play against, you know, LeBron, or I can't wait to play against Steph Curry. You know what you don't learn, Mo? Everyone is good here. Mm-hmm. Mo, everyone good. I, 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 I always tell the story. There was a guy in the NBA. If he sees me, if he were to see me right now today, his name was Steve Coulter. I know you've told this story before, but for our new listeners. This guy, Mo, I didn't even know who Steve <laughs> Coulter was. But Mo, every night he saw me, okay, I don't care what team he was on. You could pencil in 30. He played for the Blazers, the Bulls, the Sixers, the Bullets, the Kings. And then he went and played for the Omaha Racers. Yeah, Mo. And then he played in the Philippines. Yes, Mo. The guy just had my number. The crooked leg, they called him. Yeah, Yeah, Mo. He had this one move. It was behind the back. It was wicked. Mo, it was wicked. I, 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 he just, Mo. I just finally, I was just thankful that the guy never sent a limousine to the hotel to pick me up every time. (laughs) Mo, that's it. There's going to be that guy. Everyone has that guy in the NBA. And then you might be that guy for someone else in the NBA. Yeah. Okay. But that's the NBA. So, yeah, no one was watching me on a Monday night in Atlanta or in Washington. But, Mo, I was watching me. Yeah, and this guy gave me thirty in Washington <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> and yeah. then Mo, th- that's th- that's called being a pro. So when you were playing in, you know, everyone gets it. Yo, I'm, I'm watching games. right now. That step back, that, that behind the back was and me. Back, that behind yeah, the back yo, was Mo. It was so unorthodox it, though. Ducks. It's, yeah, Mo, it's just it's, a, it's a hesitation where he pauses <laughs> and then just whips it behind his back. his back. Mo, it's crazy. It's crazy. It was a Mo. When I first saw it in the NBA, Mo, you know how you say, you know, like a guy crossed you over? Yeah. Well, Mo, it was so bad, Mo. 
Like I, I, I vividly remember Bill Jackson asking me, "Man, do you need you need a double team? You need us to come <laughs> double team this guy?" Like, no, Mo, it, it was Mo, it was that bad. Mo, it was that bad where everybody on the team knew that they was like, "Oh, we're gonna Steve Coulter." And I'm Mo, watching this right now, and it's like, so he looks like he's gonna go between his legs, and then he puts his right leg. In front of his left leg. His left, oh, so it looks like he's going one minute. But why does no one do that anymore? I, uh, Mo, like, I don't know. I don't know. It, it was so awkward. This is something that like, like Kyle Anderson will bring back. Yeah. Let me hold on Kyle was, Anderson. He and Mo, his name was Steve Mo. But whenever he saw me, guaranteed third. Yeah. Even Isaiah he, Thomas said that was one of his toughest opponents. Uh, 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 Mo, he, Mo, he made sure. I, I kept a guy in the league. I know I was one of the guys that kept him in the league. Just watch the <laughs> film when he played us. <laughs> but there's other guys. There was a guy that used to play for Philadelphia. And, you know, we all had our guys. And it's like a running joke. You kind of, you know, if you're on a team long enough in the league and you circle the league a couple of times, you kind of know, like, oh, man, this guy's a tough matchup. There was yeah. a guy who played for Philadelphia. His name was Ron Anderson. Yep. Ron Anderson for whatever reason, he had Scotty's number. And Scotty was one of the all-time greatest defensive players. Yep. Okay. But when he saw the Bulls, when he saw the Bulls. He, he just had it. He he, he might have not scored, just like Steve Coulter. Steve Coulter might have not scored all week. But when he saw the Bulls on, you know, <laughs> Monday night. I got a or, or, or on my night, calendar, huh? Oh, Mo. Oh man, Steve! I, I I remember I would come to the gym. And he would every team he's playing on, and they'd be like, "Hey man, Steve's out there warming up." It was like a running <laughs> joke. <laughs> like Mo, it's a run. It was a running joke. Like Mo, there was nothing I could do. Like Mo, I did Mo. I would play. Like you would think, like Tim Hardaway's crossover or whatever. No, yeah. that didn't bother me. The whole, the Steve Coulter thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get him on the podcast. No, I just, you should get him. I, I just found his contact detail. I'm going to get him on the podcast. You, you should get him on, Mo, because there's nothing I can say other than, hey, Mr. Coulter. There's nothing <laughs> I can say. <laughs> Mo. Respect is you. Hey, I, I, I got to respect his game because, Mo, he hit me with that, whatever that crooked leg, whatever that thing was. Yep. And, Mo, he would get, he would be dribbling and he would, and, Mo, he'd be at the basket laying it up and, and everybody knew it. It was like nothing you could do. I, nothing I could do. But maybe someone else figured it out. But I did. I did. You, know, you know what I love? The fact that we started this by ranking the top teams in the West. We got about three teams in. And we spent 20 minutes talking about load management. And then 10 minutes talking about Steve Coulter. Oh, this Steve, podcast yeah. is the best podcast in the world. And if you're listening to this right now, you got to tell all your friends they need to be listening to this. This is just real Love for the game talking here. Okay. I'm, 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 well, real love for the game. Nightmares for me. because I'm Nightmares for BJ. <laughs> yeah, I'm, <telling> you. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go into the archives and Man, find Steve Cole. If you get Steve, if you, if, and, uh, Kitty Smith, you're talking about, you were with him. That doesn't bother me. Right. Steve Coulter. Oh man, I, 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 that, that's that's the guy. <laughs> <laughs> we got to we got to turn him into a superstar. Kid's going to start buying Steve Coulter jerseys. Oh uh-huh. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can he can say whatever he wants. I I can't say right. anything with Steve. We'll get him on. We'll get him on. Listen, appreciate you sharing the stories as always. Appreciate you guys listening at home. Make sure you're subscribed to the show, where you you know you can uh, get notified when we have new episodes by subscribing on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or all of that. And um, 
download NBA 2K24 because if Steve Coulter isn't on a roster, I'm going to go into the player database and you should create, get Steve, create Steve Coulter. Mo, I guarantee you this. I'll guarantee you this. Everyone's working on the crossover, step back and all that. No one has that move. No one. Mo, that animation. Did, did you see it, Mo? Did you? You, did you uh, did you look at the film while we're talking? I, I was watching it? it. I was watching it while you were talking. Mo, it, 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 Mo, it's that crazy. Animation, I need to talk to my people at 2K and put that oh, animation yeah. in the game. Yeah, yeah. That, the, call, what they call it? The crazy. crooked leg. Is, is that the crooked leg. It? Steve Coulter with the crooked leg. Yeah, you know, yeah. Put that in the game. I guarantee. Isaiah I guarantee said he gave him nightmares too. Oh man, yeah, well, I, I'm still shook. I, I'm still shook from the guy. Like, well, yeah. I never could figure that one out. Like, well, I've seen, I've seen Allen Iverson. Tim Hardaway, Mark Price, Steve Coulter. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> that's crazy. That is crazy. Hey, that, <laughs> I said I've seen that live as a debunk. Steve Coulter. Hey man, that that move there, Bo. It would come, Mo, it would be it's, it was the oddest thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Like, well, it was so, Mo, I, he would go by me so fast, Mo, I, I swear I cut my I'm, I'm, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. Mo, you If my yourself. friends are listening, no, get ready. Mo, don't, don't do it. Mo, don't do it. Because I'm, I'm telling you. The crooked leg. It, it, I'm going to try it. Look. I'll send you I don't tape. even know how to. Yeah, don't worry, so, I'll figure please it do. out. I'll figure send it out. Send the tape. Put it on your TikTok. Put All it. right, I got you. I got you. I got you. All right, BJ, appreciate you as always. Looking forward to the next episode. We'll have a special guest joining us, so uh, stay tuned for that. Um, if you watched me on Twitch earlier today, you may have got a little preview of who the special guest might be, but that's all we're going to say for now. Um, check me out, twitch.tv slash hoopgenius. I stream five days a week. Hoopgenius podcast. We'll be coming at you with more episodes than ever before. Stay ready, stay locked in, stay subscribed, and most importantly, get buckets. <laughs> <laughs>